Welcome to the February podcast produced by Goethe Institute and Bayern 2's Zundfunk magazine. This time around we'll be plunging into the music of immigrant workers in the 1960s and 70s Germany, getting acquainted with new albums by Anna from Munich and Master of All Four Elements from Augsburg, and reuniting with some old familiars like Kreidler and Tokotronic. This is discombobulated Dave Creeden masticating the mic on Angie Portman's podcast. Ich tauche aus dem Wasser auf wie aus einem tiefen Schlund. Wohl auch deshalb ist mein Mund fest zugepresst. Gestern habe ich dich vermisst. Ist eine Nachricht, Nachricht für mich, so denke ich dich. Ich habe dich noch nie gesehen, oben bei den Lebewesen. Hier bist du nie gewesen, nur gelesen habe ich von dir. Auch manches Lied ist dir gewidmet. Entschuldigung, du weißt, ich muss jetzt gehen. Ich kann nur eine Viertelstunde im Schlund überstehen. Überstehen. 
If you're new to Tokotronic and curious about the cosmos these icons of Hamburg indie rock have created on 13 records and counting, they've just put out the perfect introduction to their music. It's called Nie wieder Krieg, in other words, No More War. The album sounds like a concentrate of Tokotronic's complete works to date. They've thrown all the old ballast overboard, all the outliers, all the experiments in divergent musical directions. And the band takes a clear political stand once again in songs like Jugend ohne Gott gegen Faschismus, literally Youth Without God Against Fascism. It's no coincidence that they released this song as a single right before last year's parliamentary elections. After all, there was a significant chance of a right-wing extremist party making it back into the Bundestag and with a double-digit share of the German electorate behind them. But Tokotronic also switch effortlessly back and forth between the political and the private realm on their new album, as they always have. Matthias Scherer, our colleague over at Bavarian Radio, asked Tokotronic's bassist, Jan Müller, what the album title Nie wieder Krieg, No More War, is all about. Es ist ja klar, es ist einerseits sehr griffig und sehr klar, dieser Slogan. On the one hand, it's clearly a very catchy, clear-cut slogan. On the other hand, it's not from us. We borrowed it, most famously from Keter Kolwitz's Nivi de Krieg poster from the Weimar Republic, which is great. Then we thought long and hard about whether it was a good idea to use a borrowed title for a record. And then the corona deniers began shamelessly appropriating words like Frieden, peace, which amounts to the same thing as appropriating no more war. So we had serious doubts about whether this was the right signal. But we ultimately figured, now more than ever, we shouldn't let people who are spreading such nihilism here of all places in our country steal any of our watchwords. It's very important to me to add that this original, narrower meaning of no more war, as in Kurt Tucholsky's essay and Kete Kolwitz's poster, hasn't gone by the board. When you use a slogan like this one, it's always a sign of reverence. When man sich so etwas nimmt, Nie wieder Krieg is a pop album through and through, peppered with great tunes and slogans that make for perfect T-shirt quotes. Whether it's Tokotronic quoting Uden von Horvatz's Jugend ohne Gott, in other words, Youth without God, or an allusion to the painter Kete Kollwitz's Nie wieder Krieg poster, or to the slogan of the 1968 student revolt in Unter dem Pflaster liegt der Strand, under the pavement lies the beach. Let's linger on in the 60s and 70s with Songs of Gastarbeiter.
Eight years ago, the author Imran Ayata and artist Bülent Kuluktu compiled music of first-generation Gastarbeiter, or immigrant workers, in Germany. Their compilation was a musical retelling of the history of West German pop culture from an immigrant point of view, as it were. Songs of Gastarbeiter, Volume 1, got a huge reception, and not only in the immigrant community. Ayata and Kuluktu have also inspired second-generation immigrants in Germany. Musikalisch haben wir damit ziemlich viel angestoßen. Also es würden heute denken, Imran und ich, dass es so Bands wie Altengün oder der der Schimschek und solche Bands gar nicht existieren würden, wenn wir Musically speaking, we set a lot in motion. Imran and I figure that bands like Altengün, der der Schimschek and the like wouldn't even exist today if we hadn't got the ball rolling. This music was completely unknown to the German and European public, except for a handful of nerds, before we put out this record. And it was only after we'd released these tracks that record companies started re-releasing other recordings from Turkey. All this music suddenly came out internationally, on English, German, American and French labels. Some students in ethnology and other liberal arts did their master's theses on our compilation or asked us to give lectures, seminars and the like. That was interesting. Songs of Gastarbeiter Volume 2 is just out now and also includes songs of the Greek and Spanish diaspora. I asked Bülent Kulikçu what prompted them to broaden their outlook. Auf der Volume 1 haben wir uns ein bisschen die Kritik gefallen lassen, dass wir jetzt nur die türkische Community da abgebildet haben. Volume 1 was criticized for representing only the music of the Turkish community from the 1960s to the 80s. That's because it was easier to rediscover that music. Labels like Türkiola in Cologne and Minareci in Munich had signed up artists who were guest workers in Germany at the time with political lyrics or songs from their homeland. That was easier for us and easier for us language-wise, to understand the lyrics. Also mit Heimatliedern, also mit der Sehnsucht. Das war für uns einfach auch vom Sprachlichen, haben wir das viel schneller verstanden. Wir in recent years, we've always devoted part of our show to all the other countries that had recruitment deals with Germany back in the day. Spain, Portugal, Greece, the former Yugoslavia, Italy. 
The only problem is that since they didn't have their own local labels, a lot of the material was released by members of the public, which then takes a long time to dig up. That's why it took us eight years to cover the wide range on Volume 2. Und deswegen hat es auch jetzt acht Jahre gedauert, bis wir jetzt die Bandbreite, die auf der Volume 2 liegt, zusammengestellt haben. We'll have to wait and see how long Imran Ayata and Bülent Kulukju need for Songs of Gastarbeiter, Volume 3. The Munich band Anna, on the other hand, took only two hours to make their previous album. Ein regenschwerer Tag mit seiner Dauer Ein regenschwerer Tag mit seinem Licht Ein regenschwerer Tag mit seinem Haus zerfließen. Ein regenschwerer Tag, ich fühle ihn nicht. Ein Pfeil, ein Vogel, eine Spur, die naht im Feld, die Heizungsluft hinaus, hinaus, hinaus. Der schlimme Blick, die Wien. Und die Schaukel und der Fisch, der flog in die Sonne, in die Sonne, unterm Teer.
That was a song called Dishonor, off the new album Elis by a band called Anne. This Munich quartet recorded Flamingo, their charming, rough-hewn previous album, in only two hours. But Elis took them a little longer. According to singer and lyricist Johannes Lotz, they were going for a bit more of a pop sound on this album while retaining a certain edginess. The result is, on the one hand, wonderfully weird and cryptic pop, on the other hand, several tracks culminate in cascades of sheer noise in which the song structures get torn apart and shredded with audible relish. This makes for a great contrast, and it typifies the work of musician and painter Johannes Lotz. Do music and painting actually go together? I asked him. Das ergänzt sich wunderbar und eine Verbindung zwischen Malerei und Musik gibt es sowieso schon und bei mir speziell ist das, dass ich sowohl in der Malerei They complement each other marvelously. There's always been a connection between painting and music anyway. And in my case in particular, I've always tried to bring together two opposites in terms of structure, both in painting and in music. On the one hand, my penchant for beautiful melodies and color combinations, for beauty and harmony. And on the other hand, this constant urge to subvert beauty and take it apart. A destructive side that was picked up in the culture of modernity. I always try to form a sort of unified whole out of this opposition. It's cathartic. Stören oder auflösen will, also dekonstruieren oder das hat auch so eine Katharsis vielleicht auch. The Ellis Album is out on Grzegorski Records, a label owned by the artist Gregor Hildebrandt. Gregor Hildebrandt and Johannes Lotz are both from Saarbrücken and have known each other since they were teenagers, when they even painted together after school. They were part of an artist's community sharing a studio in an apartment in an old building in Saarbrücken and later on they studied art together. Gregor Hildebrandt is now a professor at Munich's Academy of Fine Arts. One of his students is Boris Sacone, Anna's bassist. The other band members are guitarists Dr. Tosh and Sandra Hilpold, who plays drums in the band Candelilla. Hilpold couldn't have picked a worse time to break her arm, namely the night before the band were heading to Berlin to record their new album in a studio there. Tobias Siebert, der Produzent, hat die ganzen Schlagzeugspuren nachgestellt von der Sandy mit diversen Drumcomputern. Tobias Siebert, the producer, started by recreating all of Sandy's drum tracks using various drum machines. Then the three of us recorded the album over those drum tracks. Sandy then set up a room at home, bought a top-notch electric drum set and recorded afterwards with partly electronic sounds, which made for a very unusual sound, because you can still hear Tobias Siebert's drum tracks mixed with Sandy's electronic sounds. For over a quarter of a century now, Kreidler have been making excellent avant-garde instrumental music that's a cross between techno, dub and krautrock. And this Dusseldorf band's latest opus sounds fantastic too.
It's a cross between Kraftwerk and Krautrock. We've just heard a track of Keidler's Spells and Daubs, a new album of restless music interspersed with disconcerting field recordings, including a sewing machine loop, an aeroplane whooshing past in the distance, measured footsteps. In my mind's eye, I immediately see a man in a suit, his collar turned up, standing in a deserted, rain-drenched street. Sometimes we hear just a hint of a sample. Is that the wind howling? Or is it a theremin? At any rate, cosy music this is not. Keidler subtly create a thriller atmosphere, replete with cool, spellbinding synth melodies, extra-tight drums, as always, and an inspired groove, plus a melodic bass this time around. Wow. Kreidler are Detlef Weinrich, Thomas Klein, Alex Paulich and Andreas Reiser. They're a well-oiled team, used to playing together and always worth seeing live. I saw them recently at the Roter Sonne in Munich and was mesmerised by Kreidler's precision and groove. For Spells and Dorbs, this Dusseldorf band enlisted Peter Walsh to mix the new album in England. Why Walsh? Andreas Reiser explains. Warum überhaupt Peter Walsh? Also Peter Walsh hatte Anfang der 1980er als Toningenieur, Techniker und später auch Produzent angefangen. Peter Walsh started out in the early 80s as a sound engineer, technician, and later as a producer, first for UK disco-funk bands like Salomar and Lynx, later for new pop by Heaven 17, Simple Minds, and all of Scott Walker's albums from 1983 till his passing. For FKA Twigs, too, all of which is music that we like, that we find fun or inspiring. The Spells and Dorbs album cover is by Heinz Emikholz, an artist Keidler had been working with since 2013, and for whose films they've produced several soundtracks. Generally speaking, Keidler liked to bring in outside artists for their album covers and videos, but this has nothing to do with the concept of Gesamtkunstwerk, in other words, total artwork or artistic synthesis, as Reiser explains. Gesamtkunstwerk, mit dem Begriff tue ich mich sehr schwer. Gesamtkunstwerk is a term I have a hard time with. Even though I know he didn't coin it, I always associate the term with Wagner, the anti-Semite, which I find really revolting. Even though I know that Harald Seemann wrote about how certain critics tied Dada und Fluxus into the Gesamtkunstwerk context, this idea of an overpowering total work of art doesn't interest me. If you're dead set on finding a name for this approach, intermediality or transmediality might fit the bill, in the sense that something moves from its basis in music into other media. Oder Transmedialität, in dem Sinne, dass von Musik ausgehend das in andere Medien übergeht. Let's wind down our February podcast with Lea and Erich, a duo from Munich who are now based in Augsburg. They call themselves Master of All Four Elements, a handle that will ring most familiar to fans of the animated series Avatar. But this duo don't tame any elements on their new album Flesh Faker. Instead, they experiment with pop music, with dream pop, psychedelia, indie guitars and a wonderful lo-fi sound. Inspired by the likes of Wire, Shonen Knife, the Pixies and the Talking Heads, master of all four elements have mastered a brand of bedroom pop that withdrew at the start of the pandemic into the bedroom. Zu Beginn der Pandemie haben wir zuerst gemerkt, dass das Wegfallen von Konzerten ein bisschen eine Erleichterung war. 
Ja, wir waren in der Vergangenheit zu zweit, manchmal auch zu dritt mit so Backing-Tracks dann vom Computer aufgetreten. When the pandemic first hit, we realized it was a bit of a relief not to have to give any concerts. Before that, we performed as a duo or trio with Backing-Tracks from the computer, but we were never really entirely satisfied with that solution. Sometimes we feel like putting together a full band, but they just be stooges who'd have to play what we tell them to, which is totally lame. At the start of the pandemic, it was pretty cool, if you can call it that, that we didn't have to think about live gigs for a while. Everything else sucked, needless to say. The disease itself, the neo-Nazis pouring into the neighborhood for Covid protests, plus our pad back then was cold, dark and mouldy. Fortunately, we've moved since then and we can record better now. But all that rage against face masks and vaccination, against the failure of the politicians, all those affluent rebels, plus feeling isolated in Augsburg, our new town, all that definitely influenced the sound of Fleshfaker. Isolation in unserer neuen Heimat Augsburg, das alles hat bestimmt den Sound von Fleshfaker schon irgendwie beeinflusst. So. Let's wrap up this edition of the podcast, a Goethe Institute and Bayern Zweit Zündfunk production, with a wonderfully old-fashioned song called Rat Love by Master of All Four Elements. Ralph Sommer will be back for our March edition. This is Doggone Dave Creeden signing off on Anti Portman Show. Ciao for now. It's red love